Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. So today I'm back with a follow-up on the podcast I did last week on interracial relationships, but the Black Edition. I saw that you guys really enjoyed that podcast, so I decided to get a perspective of a man who's actually in an interracial relationship. Today we have Chris, who I would like to introduce you guys to, and um, yeah, Chris, tell us more about your podcast and what you do. Um, well, my name is Chris, Chris Peel. I have a, a sports podcast. It's called It's Just a Game. I'm, I've been a sports fanatic my whole life, so I just decided probably the same reason you did. You probably just had a lot to say about the situation and about your perspective, so you decided to just talk about it. I mean, if you're going to talk about it anyway, you might as well record it and see who else wants to listen. So that's pretty much what I did, and I just... I just talk about sports and honestly, I don't even know what I'm doing here because, you know, it's like <laughs> most of the time, you know, you kind of link up with other sports podcasters. But when I saw your your status on that one thing, I'm just like, you know what, I can let let me join this. I would love to talk about this. Uh, this So, you know, and here I am. <laughs> but I if, you did, if you did want to follow me, if you're listening to this and you are a sports fan, Especially if you're from the Philadelphia area, you can follow my podcast at It's Just a Game. So, thank you. I just wanted to plug that real quick, just in case somebody's listening. So. <laughs> well, I appreciate you deciding to do this collab with me. I really appreciate it. No problem. So, I guess we're just going to get straight into the questions. My first question is... Why do you think black men belittle black women while in interracial relationships? So what I think it is, is so personally, I grew up in a a very black neighborhood. I outside of like teachers and principals and stuff like that. I really never even saw a black person until I like graduated high school and it went out into the real world. So I think it's that that newness of something that you've never seen before it's like when you're a kid and you have a toy and you go to toys r us and you see a different toy now you want that toy and you don't really want to play with your toys anymore because they just sit there in a box all day so i think when you grow up with around just when you grow up around black women i think when you start seeing other white girls especially and you see with athletes and people that get like super super famous and they like remember what kanye said like he'll leave you for a white girl so I think that's what happens. They get that success and they see different type of women and then they want to do that. And I don't necessarily agree with just belittling black women, but I think just from playing devil's advocate from their perspective, I think that's what it is. I don't know why they do it, but I think in order to make another person happy, you have to, I, don't know, I guess, belittle somebody else. I guess that makes them feel better. I, I, I think maybe they think that's what they want to hear. It's just like when you go on a job interview and the the newer like the job you're interviewing for they don't really want to hear you be belittling your previous job because you're just going to do the same thing to that job so i think that if you're a white girl and you're listening to that you should that should be a red flag to you i don't think you should be belittling anybody especially because i listened to your podcast and i said how can you belittle black women when your mom is black when you have black sisters you have black brothers <laughs> you have black friends like it, it, it makes no sense to me so but I think that's what it is, just to answer your question. I think it's the newness of just seeing something different. And you think that you have to belittle that other person. You think you have to tear that person down in order to build somebody up. 
and that's what that's the mindset that we have to get out of is not only just interracial relationships but as people because that's that's really what happens but i don't think it's i don't think it should happen i like your perspective i also think it's um i guess their own insecurities and they've probably been in situations where that it's been bad and so they've been in multiple situations and then they start just to assume that i guess all black women are the same so then they go outside of their relationships and they date outside of their relationships and then they try to, i don't i don't get the whole belittling us because i have respect i feel like you should date whoever you want be with whoever you want but it's like you never see it from you never see a I'm not gonna say all black women, but you never see all, a black woman belittling black men while dating someone of another race ever. I mean, you will probably see it here and there, yeah. but most of the time it's black men, and that's something that's like it's just like I don't. I feel also it's like they probably don't. They probably don't love the skin they're in anyways. To like top it, some of them, not all of them. Yeah, pretty much. It's um. It sucks because I saw a video on, I don't know, I think it was Twitter or YouTube or something, and they were going around like some school, and it was like a very like mixed school. It was probably in a suburb somewhere, and they were saying like, "What do you prefer?" And all the guys were saying, "I prefer white girls." And why? Because black girls are, are ghetto and they're loud and they're this, and it's just like, and it, it may while it may be true, I just feel like you do what you're around. Like when you grow up around. Like, if you grow up in a crowded house, sometimes you have to be loud to be heard. And if you grow up around, uh, like, a, a person that's ghetto, like, you pretty much going to become that. So it's it's not even, like, their fault. But I, I just feel like, I don't know, I feel like it's different perspectives on everything. It might, like, like I said, while it may be true, they, but everyone has bad characteristics. I mean, that white girl that you're dating, she's not she's not perfect. Don't, don't, don't just make it seem like that black girls are just terrible and the white girl is perfect or Chinese girls are perfect but the Indians are terrible it just it makes no sense to me that they'll do it that way because everyone has their flaws I mean as a guy I can admit I'm 31 years old I'm super flawed like I, I know like I used to grow up thinking that you know women are crazy women are crazy but I'm like men are crazy as well we're just crazy in different ways like everyone just we just have our own different things that we deal with and men and women they argue about different things but they see it from different perspectives and I was saying this to a friend the other day like I wish Honestly, I really wish that men and women can just like do a Freaky Friday and just like change places for like a week or something, just so we can see <laughs> it from, just so we can see it from like each other's point of view and be like, oh, that's what she's talking about. That's why she freaks out like that. So that would really help. Us. Also, to like counteract what you said about the whole school thing, I feel like posts like that and videos like that are super ignorant yeah. because I feel like. It's just it like I I get have your own pre- preference, but when it comes to just saying oh black women are like this, black women are all this, it's just it kind of it just irritates me. But you know everybody's validated to their own opinion and things. But posts like that, I also have another question that's gonna have to deal with this later. But um, I agree with you. Yeah, see, it's um, but also that video I saw, it could have been edited to like to the T. To where I mean, it could have been a lot of guys that said they love black girls, but they only put out the ones that said they like white girls. So I mean, it could have been a, a thirty minute video, and they took out they just took out everybody else that had like good answers, and they just put the four in that said, "Oh, I love white girls, I love white girls," just to make their point seem a little 
a little stronger. And that's what the media does all the time. They you can you can edit anything. I mean, you can put anything on the internet. I can edit to make it seem like the way I want to do it. So you're right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess we get to our second question. See, this is gonna be a good conversation. Uh, <laughs> why do black people fetish mixed kids and wanting a I guess a lighter complexion child? Because you know how so many so many um, black people go into these interracial relationships just so they can have lighter complexion children. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, again, I think that's just the newness of everything. I think it's the eyes. I think it's the hair. I think when you grow up with a struggle of your hair being a certain way, you just want something different. And I don't know, you just see other like mixed kids or something where you see like the white kids and they have the, the nice blue eyes and they have like the, the nice flowing like comb over hair. And then, you know, you see and it's probably social media, too. I mean, you look on Instagram, you see like a. A nice curly haired kid it's like wow i want i want a kid like that now too and i will say like i i have a child but i mean i don't want it to come off the wrong way but like I, I never i never wanted a child i mean he's seven years old now but it's not like i was out oh i can't wait to have a mixed kid or something we like me and my girl used to joke all the time that if we had a kid we would name it oreo and obviously we were joking <laughs> because we didn't we never really planned on having kids it kind of just happened like we weren't like I'll try, oh, we're trying to get pregnant. We're trying to get pregnant. It really just happened. So I don't know. Like a lot of people do do that also. And yeah, I don't, I don't get that at all. But like I said, I think it's just the newness of everything. It's that it's that new car smell. It's just it's something different than what you grew up having or what you what you're around. So. I feel like it's kind of, uh, I guess, the whole what you grew up around too. But I also feel like since the beginning of time, we've always been... We've always been taught that, I guess, if you're lighter, you know, the whole light skin, dark skin debate, too. And I think it's it's, a, it's such a, I guess, slave mentality that was instilled in us from the beginning that the lighter you are, the better you are. So right. I guess some people, they're bullied. I guess some people, um, black people are bullied for their complexion. So it's like, I guess, like a self-hate thing that can also stem to why they decide to go into these interracial relationships and I and it, to me it's also kind of like mixed kids come in all different types of shades you're not going to get that you're not going to get that ideal blonde hair blue eye little mixed child that you like envision yeah it's not a, it's not an exact science so yes <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah I don't I don't I don't get that either but um I mean, people just want their fetishes, but I, I do want to comment on one thing that you did say in your podcast. So you talk about white, you talk about white, or you talk about white guys fetishizing black girls when you say, oh, I've never had a black girl before. You're my first. And you're like, okay, is that supposed to make me like feel good about it? But so on the, so I feel like black girls don't really like that, but I feel like black guys don't mind that. Like they might not mind it as far as like um like just as far as having sex or it's like a one night stand or just like sleeping with somebody being like oh never had a black guy before oh you didn't like I feel like a guy wouldn't care at all like just to be fetishized because we don't I don't think we think like that to so girls they do think like that they're just like I don't want to be fetishized like you're gonna love me for me but on the other side of it I just don't really think guys really care as much as as girls do and that's why I said about 
guys and girls like switching perspectives. Like guys and girls just think like totally differently. Yeah, you brought up a good point too. I was just, it's good to actually have your point of view because uh, I don't, I mean, I get the whole like fetishized thing too, but for me, it's like I had recently I had a guy tell me that, and I was like, am I supposed to like feel like any different because you've never been with a black girl? And I don't, hey, everybody has their own way of how they react to things so yeah but i will say like if i were single and i were at a club or a bar or something and a white girl said that to me i'm not going to be offended that's all i'm saying so i might respect that i might try to i might try to take that girl home if i were single like the disclaimer i'm not get me in trouble like (laughs) hey okay so I only have two more questions left. And this is, I didn't really come up with any, but um, from your experiences, what have you experienced being in an interracial relationship? Um, I mean, I will say sometimes we're out in like the, like the suburbs or something with like the, the middle age, like white people. I mean, we do get stares. I mean, I think we do get like stares a little bit, which you can kind of assume what they're staring at. I mean, you really don't know. It could be, they could be thinking anything. I, like I'm really, I can't really sit here and say that they're staring because we're a black guy and a white girl together, and they're mad about it. They could be staring because they think, oh, that person has a nice shirt, or wow, they're like walking on the wrong side of the street or something. Like, I don't know. It could be anything. I really don't know. But I mean, we've definitely seen those looks more in the past because I know when we first started dating, when I started bringing up to my neighborhood, because like I said, I grew up around all black people. There was no. There were no white people in my neighborhood at all. Like I didn't grow up around white kids and white friends and white like like no no white adults. There were all black people. So when we first started dating, I mean we've been dating ten years now. So we started dating in 2010. And when I first started bringing her around, I mean I used to feel a little like weird having her around because I'm like this white girl is like because I know people would probably be looking like where's this white girl come from? Like we've never seen one of these kind around her and then for a black guy to bring around i did used to feel a little self-conscious about it but after a little while that that kind of went away so but i mean i'm comfortable now so it doesn't matter but back then i did feel i'm not gonna lie i did feel a little uneasy bringing a white girl around my neighborhood especially when there was never any there before there are a little more now though i mean i, I, <laughs> I can see like I, I definitely see more white people now it's like the game has completely changed but growing up there was none of that, like, at all, so. <laughs> um, see, sorry, I, I, I tend to ramble on when you ask me a question. I'm sorry. Like, I'm it's sorry. okay. I ramble on, too. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, we're talking about something that doesn't even have nothing to do with the, <laughs> the conversation. Uh, so... I guess my last question for t- for this podcast would be, what's your advice for Black people dating outside their race and what they should consider before deciding to get into an interracial relationship? Um, I would just say prepare yourself for a couple looks. Like, you're going to get, like, you know, those stares. You're going to be like, okay. But I would just say just love who you love. I mean... I don't really want to be one of those people that says like that cliche, like I don't see color. I just see people, but it it pretty much rings true. I mean, you really can't see color. Like, like who you love is who you love. If you love like 
anybody out your race, no matter who it is, they're black, white, purple, yellow, green. Like it, it doesn't matter if you love that person, just just love them. Don't feel weird. Don't feel weird about bringing your friends, bringing her around your friends because she's a different race. Like just and if anybody has something to say about it, who cares? As long as you guys are happy, like that's really all that matters, honestly. So. I have another question. Um, Okay, so I explained in my podcast, and I wanted to get your perspective. I explained, I went through a situation last year where um, I ended up meeting this white guy, and we hit it off very well. So then we decided we were going to go. I had never been to Houston, so he offered to, like, take me to Houston and go see Houston and everything. So we get to Houston, and I guess at the time they had, like, there was a lot of riots and stuff. I don't lot of like stuff in the news going on like usual like this year too but <laughs> it was at that time and so we were, we brought up the whole um flight privilege top um topic and how i believe it exists and he was like he was like it really doesn't and i was just wondering how do you go about that that subject when you're trying like if you're looking to date outside of your race and meeting somebody that understands that you as a black person their right privilege is a thing and it does exist and you do have differences and it's like you're not all equal I mean you're equal to each other but like when it comes to society and everything that it does exist and he was and then we were talking about like how I was like saying in my viewpoint as black people we do get arrested for having a brush in our hand or get shot or for all these little simple things that we have seen that been portrayed in the media I just want to like know your perspective because it's kind of hard for me to like want to date outside of marriage I actually am open to dating outside of marriage I have nothing against that love is love but it's like when it comes to that topic it's like I keep like it's I keep meeting like ignorant like ra- ignorant guys of other races that don't think white privilege exists. That's tough because you live in Texas and like Texas is like where they make white people. So um, <laughs> I don't like. <laughs> so I don't know. So I've never really had that problem because I mean my girl has she she definitely acknowledges that white privilege does exist. But I mean, I would say if you meet somebody who doesn't acknowledge that it it does exist, I mean, I feel like that's like a major red flag because if they can't see that, then there's a lot of things they're not going to be able to see. So I don't, I don't know if I could date somebody who doesn't acknowledge that that exists. But that 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 is tough. I don't even know. Well, that's a that's a tough question. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because I mean, it's happened a lot recently with all of this, like all this riot stuff with the George Floyd and the Breonna Taylor. Like we see a lot of stuff now and you know, you, you arguing with people on Facebook and Instagram and they, they just don't feel like it exists, but you have to know that it does. I mean, like your skin color like does. And one thing I will say that made me proud is after the George Floyd stuff and all the rioting and all that was going on. when I would see like white people like outside the, the police stations with the picket signs, like black lives matter. Like that really made me happy because it shows that, because anybody can do it when it's affecting you. Like, you know, a black person is out there doing it, like, it's whatever, you know? But when a white person is doing it, when it's somebody who's actually not affected at all by it, they could easily just sit on the sideline and just say, you know what? It doesn't affect me. I, I don't care. So, but I feel like making some, like, being a good person to me is being able to stand up for something other than yourself. 
or like when you can use your platform and your voice for something bigger than yourself, then that's what makes you a good person. That shows that to me that you have, you know, you have empathy because you can put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And if you don't have empathy for nobody else, you, you just don't care about anybody but yourself. So that's all I can say about this. I like your response. <laughs> It's just, I don't know, it was, it was just, it was on my mind because, like, I don't, I didn't really understand, I was, I, it was just like, how are you, it's, how do you want to date, but I keep specifically only dated black women, but I was like, how, how do you choose or want to date black women, but you're, you're ignorant, you're, you don't, like, you don't think white privilege exists i mean i wish him the best and whatever he chooses to do with his life but like and then he wanted here's the catch he wanted to be a police officer oh god (laughs) it was i just i was like you know like mm -mm, mm, i'm good though but um well only only thing i will say i hope that he doesn't become a police officer and like in the hood because that's the biggest problem I think with the cops is they get these white guys and they're put in the hood and stuff and they don't know how to deal with black guys so they don't really know how to deal with this kind of stuff it's pretty much like getting somebody who doesn't work at a zoo and having them deal with like the zoo animals it's, I don't I don't know how to do this so that's to me is the biggest problem because when you're only dealing with white people your whole life you have to get a guy either that's white that's from the hood that can deal with those kind of guys or you have to get a black guy that can actually deal with those kind of guys as well because what's going to happen is they're not going to react a certain way they're going to react like usually how they react they just shoot first and ask questions later and get acquitted <laughs> yes so um but i really appreciated your viewpoints and everything today how long is this uh, 20 about 22 23 minutes oh, it's not that long it's okay <laughs> but um i really appreciated you deciding and joining my little episode today and taking time <laughs> out of your day to do this and um i really hope you guys really take some insight from this and appreciate our opinions and our thoughts on this issue because it's really a huge thing that still affects us every single day um yeah so i don't really have an ending for all of this but make sure you guys definitely check chris pill out here i i'm not really a sports person but i'm <laughs> definitely going to be like checking out his um podcast and yeah like the only sport i can literally watch is like soccer and i know a lot of yes <laughs> are you into soccer or no mm, not really no I mean, maybe maybe around like World Cup time when the World Cup is playing, I can I can get into it then because the games really are good then. But soccer is played like most of the good soccer is played like overseas, and it's just I I, I can't. It's just, it's just, like the field is too big. It's not enough scoring. It's, it's just a whole thing. Like, I can't really. And soccer is like the world's biggest sport, which is crazy. But like like in other countries, it's the biggest sport. But in the U.S., we don't really we don't really care about it that much. Everybody just cares about baseball, football, and basketball here. That's it. <laughs> yeah. You're from uh, San Antonio, right? Yes. Well, I live here, but I'm from Missouri. So, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're from Missouri? Oh, my God. You were from, like, oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> that, that does explain why you're, like, into interracial dating now. Like, Missouri and Texas, because 
Texas is big. It's hot there. Isn't it hot in Texas? It is hot. Like, super. <laughs> like, like, I don't like the heat at all. Like, in here, in Philadelphia, it gets cold in the wintertime, and I love the cold weather. Like, I I mean, to me, I mean, you probably can't really relate to this, but to me, like, 20 degrees is, like, the perfect weather. I love when it's freezing cold. And people call me crazy when I tell people that, but I, I just love it. I can't, like, I could never... I could never live in Texas, especially during summertime with that humidity. Are you crazy? Like, I would die. Like, our summer here is, like, three months long. It literally lasts. I guess it's super hot in July and August. Like, yeah. actually, August is the most, it's the hottest month of the year. But we don't really have a winter here. But I admit, I do miss having the snow and stuff in Missouri. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't deal with the heat. That's that's too much humidity for me. I, I would die like first of all, like, I would I would literally die. Like, you're like you're gonna get off the plane and be like, nope, I'm going back. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like now I'm going back to Philly. Bye. <laughs> Cancel my plans. Um, <laughs> but I guess this is it, guys. I don't know if I should include this portion. <laughs> you should. You can you include it all. Just leave it all in there. Like, guys, we had like a little run off at the end, but that's okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, follow my podcast. It's just a game. Follow me on Facebook. It's just a game podcast with KP. And if you don't like sports, you know, you might learn a thing or two. So tune in. I am. <laughs> but until next time. Bye, guys.